passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for the Bubba Army Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0, and inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker and nose trimmer, crop preserver and ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Hello? Oh, that's loud. Hello? Are we live? Um, yes. All right. Trying to just adjust everything here. Hello and welcome to Off the Rails. Sorry we didn't mention that we were having a show today, but we are. It'll probably go maybe a little over an hour, something like that. Hopefully that sounds good. I'm in a fair bit of pain right now, so if I just like have to have a moment because my uterus is cramping up, please forgive me. Please work with me. Okay. I didn't choose my biology. I'm not particularly proud of it. Well, you do get to choose. You could choose your gender. You can't really choose if you have, like, a penis or not. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Thank you for reminding me that you can. <laughs> I'm like, wait, which platform are we on? Uh, yes. Well, well, whatever. Let, no, I mean, I mean, I'm. you know, no matter what platform we're on, you can still choose to have a penis or not. Uh, right. You could choose to cut it off. Or, or if you, sew one on. Or put on a cheese danish. Whatever you want. You could do that. Maybe maybe an extra donut. We've got fucking four dozen of yeah, them here. Yeah, what the fuck? Lakeland Hoosier, what the fuck were you thinking? We were doing so good. Well, I'm doing good. I mean, there, it looks with like my it. diet. No, I'm not doing good right now. I'm not. <clears throat> Can I just go back to saying that you can't really choose your biology initially? Sure. No, I, of course. But then later, whatever. This isn't, I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to make a woke statement. You can't, I'm just saying. You can't choose how you're born. Yeah, you can't that? choose how how you're born, right? You just it, it be what it be. You can make changes, adjustments later. You can bleach your skin, cut off your dick, whatever you want. But I'm just I'm kind of just stock. I'm like stock car, right? Okay. 
everything's kind of just how I was born with it. I haven't really had a lot of work done, as you can see, with my croutons and other things. Mm. But I'm just, I'm really hurting right now. Um, my body is rejecting me badly, and which is, you know, when do people start going through menopause? I feel like I'm, I'm breaching that line. What? Some people start at like 35. Some people still have a period at 50. So I guess it's to each their own. But anyways, problems being fertile. Anywho, 81390Bubba, welcome to Off the Rails with uh, with uh, with Blummel, with Anna and Blitz. Mm-hmm. We'll be here for the next hour or so. And then uh, I got to just get my shit together. I got to I gotta go to the gym. I, I didn't go to the gym yesterday. I, I'm getting to the point where I'm not being myself self up over it all the time like I used to. If I would skip a day before, I'd be like, what the fuck? You're losing it. You're losing your touch. <clears throat> but I also didn't have three donuts today, thankfully. So, Me but either. You, but you did. Oh, wait, yeah, I did. You did. Um, And it is hard to resist temptation, trust me. I I see it. I want to eat it. I want to put it in my mouth, especially now when I'm hurting and you just want something sweet to take away the pain for just even just one blissful moment. But you got to say, no! Well, do you have any chocolate at home? I have some chocolate at home. Okay, there you go. That I that I could eat, but I'm not going to eat because maybe I didn't. I didn't eat poorly yesterday, but you know I could have made better choices, but I didn't, and that's fine. And I maybe overate a little bit, and maybe I was a little bloated when I went to bed, and maybe I was a little bloated when I went when I woke up, and maybe I'm still a little bloated, and that's fine. That's fine. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna do things. You gotta enjoy life a little bit. <clears throat> gotta enjoy life. Now I feel kind of bad. Because, well, not, I mean, today it's, you know, a little bit rough, but that's fine. But in general, you know, I, I, and no one really wants to hear this, but life is, life is going pretty good. Yes. Life is going pretty good for me. I, I agree. And I feel really bad because, you know, like I'll be, I'll be talking to my, the pops, Papa Hummel, my dad. Mm-hmm. He's like, how's everything going? And I'm like, fucking awesome. <laughs> and I feel a little bad because, you know, like World War Three is breaking out. You really don't want to be hitting your stride when everybody else is like just fighting to stay alive. You know, people right. are getting blown up, buildings are getting shelled. Apparently, uh, I think the biggest nuclear power plant yesterday was hit by the Russians, and it started ignited a fire. And I think they're a little afraid of uh, radiation leaking out. War really crimes c- against humanity. I don't much care about that. Oh, but the big fucking plane, that's the big loss that you're, that you're concerned about? This picture. What? That I just sent you. And that picture made me cry. Okay. It made me cry. This is a de- decapitated plane. Who fucking cares? Don't say that. I mean, it's sad, but, like, there's also human lives that are being lost. I'm sorry. Who cares? The world's largest plane. I'm sorry the Antonio 225 went under, but you could build another one. It's not Antonio. It's not Italian. Whatever. Antonon. I can't read it from here. Antonov. Antonov. The plane is down. The nuclear power plant has been hit. Igniting fire. No one cares about that. Shut up. The largest plane in the world has been burnt. Today is not the day to fuck with me, friend. I got spouse. scissors over here. Oh, a spouse in that case. I'll be quiet. So, um, that's a little bit of a problem because now, I mean, we know how Chernobyl went down. It, it didn't go yep. over well. You know, I mean, like, initially you have a fire. It's bad. But then you have, I don't know, radiation for 60 years. Ask the Japanese. 
Yeah, well, I mean, not I great. Mean, Chernobyl had a nuclear fucking meltdown. That's I understand. A bit I but understand. But I'm just saying that they're still fucking fixing. When we're dealing with nuclear shit, the the there are very um, long lasting effects. It's not even just like the initial blast or a fire, which is bad. But when you now it's like, oh, now I can't grow crops here for the next century yeah. because the soil is poisoned with radiation. Thanks, Russia, mm-hmm. you little fuckers, you big fuckers. Yeah. So we're kind of just watching this day by day, and it, it feels really bad. It is nice that it ended COVID conveniently. Um, you know, it's kind of like, what do you want? You want a pandemic? You want a war? What do you want? You, you can't have both, which is kind of nice. It's not happening at the same time. So now that we've solved COVID, which, you know, um, enraptured the world for two years, at least, if not more, now that that's over, we have now inherited a war, which is great. Awesome. Can't wait to see where this goes. But then you talk to people and they're like, but how are you? And I'm like, well, I am great. Mm-hmm. Everything is going great with me. Now, I don't know if other people think this way, Blitz, maybe, maybe you, because sometimes you're a little bit on the cynical side. But for me, when things are going well and like a little too well, you mm-hmm. go, all right. Where's the next pothole? Of course. I don't like being I don't like being this this high above the ground because the farther away I am from the ground, the more potential energy I have to hit the ground. Mm-hmm. You got farther to fall, which is a little bit scary. But then that scares me even more because then I'm like, can I just never be happy? Because as soon as I'm happy, I immediately get suspicious. Oh, I'm happy. Wait a second. What's going on? Everything's great. Does that mean that there's just a huge pitfall around the corner? Probably, but you can't look at life that way. I'm learning. I'm trying to hack my life. Like Blitz is trying to hack your hard drive. I'm trying to hack my life. Find out what makes people happy and do more of that. That's what I've been investigating for the last several years. I want to know what makes people happy because I feel like that's the whole goal of life. It's not to pray to God. It's not to necessarily have kids or do whatever buy a home or whatever the case may be it's to me if i'm extracting every ounce of happiness out of my life i'm winning by whatever means maybe that is being a parent maybe that is buying a house or a plane or whatever but all i know is i'm trying to tap into what makes me happy and do more of that it's a very hedonistic way of of living but also not because i'm like i try to really tap into the dopamine reward system in my brain and mm-hmm. how to how to do that and i realize that sometimes you have to torture yourself a little bit because the more you torture yourself the more like you deplete the dopamine then you get a huge bump when it's over you're like oh fuck yeah i just did all these squats awesome oh i just did all this work awesome i just read this book that i didn't want to read awesome now i can re- reward myself with some donuts just kidding don't do that mm, that's what i did Eight one three ninety bubba so um but things are going uh, really well, little too well. Uh, we got a lot of, and I say we because now we're spouses, as you've probably heard. It's best just to get in front of this, you know, like Kevin was saying. Right. You don't want people to out you and be like, ooh, I caught on in blitz, kissing in mm-hmm. a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. What you have to do is you just have to stand in front of it. Right. And you have to go, yeah, we're spouses. Yeah, fuck on stage, right? Yeah, we'll just, we'll right? fuck on stage. Isn't that- Yes, yeah. in front of everybody to someone's, prove. Someone's <laughs> got to use that new stage. 
It's got fucking 13 sides. It's not even a real fucking shape. The pentamogram or whatever. Pentamogram? I don't know. Bubba gets to make up words. Why can't I? It's like, God damn, how many sides does this stage have? One, two, three. Oh, there's another one. Four, five, six, seven, ten, fourteen. The, the parallelogram plus seven. Whatever that equals. That's what the fuck that stage is. It's completely useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely useless and it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it's a podcast it's stage. Obviously, it's perfect. It's obviously a podcast it's stage. Perfectly imperfect. <laughs> it goes with the goats and a car lift. It's exactly what you would expect. It. Two mopeds. It's okay. And a broken smart car and we, a cream machine. We were going to dinner last night and you said, Oh, look at those jobber car lifts. Why the fuck do I care about car yeah. lifts? We drove by this place. <laughs> And I was like, oh, look at those stupid car lifts. And then it immediately occurred to me. Why am I looking at car lifts? How do I even know what a car lift is? I shouldn't. I sh- those things shouldn't be catching my eye. I saw one of those Sunbelt scissor fucking lift things. And I saw it. thought to myself, wow, Sunbelt scissor shit. And then I go, what the fuck is happening to me? I don't want to notice this stuff. I don't want to notice car lifts. <laughs> and scissor lifts from Sunbelt. And belt. scissor lifts from Sunbelt. I don't want to notice that sort of bullshit. I used to just look at, you know, oh, there's Wendy's. We went to last night as well. Oh, yeah? Did you know about that one? No, I didn't. How many times have you driven by it? All of them. All the times. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, where Fresh a, Market there's is. There's a Wendy's way ahead on the left. I said, yeah, well, there's also one right there on the right. He was right. It's annoying. <laughs> I had never noticed it. I think it was just Bill. But I noticed things like Fresh Market, Fresh Kitchen, Yogurtology, Trader Joe's. Well, Fresh Market was bullshit yesterday. We didn't have great luck. Uh, but yeah, we had, a, we had a nice time yesterday. We went to dinner. Dinners are more fun now as a couple. No mm-hmm. one told me. Uh, because, like, you, you get it. I used to, I'm a solo eater, mostly because I'm gross. But secondly, because the way that I eat, the things I like to eat, most people don't like to eat. Right. And sometimes you're the best date and sometimes the worst date. This is why I'm the worst date is because I'm picky and we probably don't like the same things with people I've dated in the past. Say they like eating things that used to have heads and uh, genitalia and maybe wings and I don't like to eat those things. So sometimes that can be a little bit obnoxious. But I'm also the best date because I'm a cheap date. Because salads can only be at the most like 18 bucks. At the very most. I'm not getting like an $80 ribeye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sirloin, steak, bullshit. You'll never see me eating any of that. And secondly, I'm almost never picking off your plate. Because if there was a fucking head on it or there's wings, or skin residue, I'm not touching your food. So I'm not one of those bitches that's like, oh, I don't want that, and then I start picking at your food. That ain't me. I'm getting my own. I don't, and, see, I don't, I don't mind that. Okay, well, some people do. Some people are like, oh, this is my bitch always eats my food. Well, guess what? I'm not that bitch. So I'm sometimes the best date and sometimes the worst date. But yesterday was cool. We had we had dinner. And it was fun. We try new places, do stuff. You do. I'm Didn't learning to do different stuff as a couple. Like I've been living like solo Jones for you know three and a half years, and mm-hmm. even back then, half that relationship was free and long distance. So yeah, mine too. Right. So it's just kind of been like me, myself, and I hanging out. Yep. You really start to enjoy your own company. Right. When, as a solo person, you go out, you have fun, you have little adventures with yourself. When I was in Michigan, I was like really alone, like truly alone, like. 
this, my soul was alone. I mean, I would take myself out on, like, dates and go to, like, three different restaurants, have three different little dinners. It was fun. I would eat my car sometimes, and it would be snowing, and I'd be like, this sucks, but it's also kind of fun. The struggle is kind of fun sometimes. You got to you gotta find— oh, I agree. I don't know why you get because everyone gets in their little routine. And when I was in Michigan, I would go to, you know, Whole Foods and I would just get a bunch of like random shit and just eat in my car and just fucking have a ball and be like, that's fucking fun. And that was my day because I didn't have any friends or anything to do. But now my life is 180 completely different. I have like way more friends. I know most of you don't think that, but I do. Most of them I kind of are not associated with Bubba Army. Most of them do not listen to me on the radio, which to be honest, I prefer just to have, you know, a, a normal life. Sometimes yeah. I'm, I almost, when I meet new people, I, I almost don't want them. It depends what situation I'm in. Because if they're meeting me and it's like they're, you can kind of get a good feel for, for people. Like, are they kind of like clean cut sort of thing? And they're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, Wait. uh, working media. I don't know. I, I try to keep it vague. But then when they want to know more things, I'm like, all right, well, just fair warning. I get oh, a little yeah. raunchy on on the show, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm I'm cool, I'm cool," and then you know I'll never hear from them again because they think I'm psychotic, which right. I am. But I love it when like I'll meet somebody and then like we'll know each other for a little while and like, hey, you know, I don't want to offend you, but and they'll tell like some joke that's like so lame. I'm like, bro, if you think that's offensive, you have no idea. I get prefaced with that a lot sometimes, like because I have a uh, several male friends, and and a lot of times when. There's a new guy that I hadn't met, right? And they're a little bit inappropriate, and I'm present, right? Because you're a girl. I'm a girl. They're right. like, listen, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to. I don't want to swear in front of the lady, right? But their joke has the word ass in it somewhere, or they'll say like, you know, maybe they'll use the word bitch or so- something in right. the punchline, or I don't know. And whenever I'm around and that happens, usually their friend, my male friend, our mutual friend, will be like. For the love of God, you do not know what you're dealing with here at all. This bitch. This fucking cunt bag. And I'm like, that's me. They're like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, just let it run free, boys. Let it run free. Let it just fly. Let it fly. It's fine. You're 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 everything. This is a safe space. This is oddly the opposite of a safe space, but also a safe space to say whatever. If you're feeling a little, you know, you get want to get a little feisty racially, whatever. It's, I'm not going to repeat shit. Right. I'm not recording anything. Do your thing. I get it. You're just trying to be funny. You're inter- we're trying to entertain. We're, you know, you're talking with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I'm a boy. So I'm, I mean, not really. Well, yeah. Whoa. You know, metaphorically speaking, it's fine. You're not, I, I'm not dainty lady at all. Not that I know how to do a lot of things and fix a lot of things, but, if, you know, you could, you could, you could speak freely around me. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. But anywho, I'm excited for the uh, the soiree tonight. Um, I'll uh, I'll plug myself up the best I can so I don't bleed all over the furniture. But I'm excited. Me I'm ex- too. Yes, and and life is good. Things are going really really well. <clears throat> we got a lot of exciting things, and I say we because well, I'm I have a spouse now. And we do stuff <laughs> together. That's true. But I mean, it's kind of nice because you get it double is. the invitations. We have gotten a lot. Yeah, because they go well. You know, Blitz's friends now have to invite me to stuff yep ha ha and then i have a lot of stuff i have a lot of friends and i invite him to stuff but i always give you an out oh yeah you know what i mean because listen i get it i've i've had a lot of secondhand relationships with my parents that failed and my friends that have failed 
and my other friends that have failed and my cousins and my this and my that and my aunts and my uncles. So I kind of understand. Now, I'm going to have my hangups, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I've perfected the art of being in a relationship. I surely have not. No one has. But I also understand that, like, listen, there are certain things that are going to be important to me. Um, along the way that I would want you to attend as my spouse. Sure. And then there are like things that whatever I'd like for you to be there if you want to be there. But if you don't, that's totally fine. And I get it because here's the thing about me. I'm actually a very empathetic person. Mm -hmm. Now, most people don't think that, but I am because here's the thing. If I invite you to something and I either A, know you're going to hate it, or B, I could see you're having a bad time, I can't just have a good time seeing right. you having a bad time. That's not going to be fun for me. So I would rather, if you don't want to go to something, you not be there, and then I know that I'm not imposing a bad time on you. I think we're both at the same yeah. way. Yeah, so like we got a thing tomorrow. <clears throat> It's a li- I'm not going to say where it is or anything, but no. like one of my really good friends uh, has a kid and the kid's having a first birthday. At the Don Cesar. At the Don Cesar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little, you know, birthday get together and there's going to be a bunch of my friends there. And it's it's not really going to be like a kid's party because millennials, you know, we're, we're having kids, but way less than our parents did. So, you mm-hmm. know, they're kind of in the minority in, in terms of my friend group that most of our friends do not have children. So it's going to be like one one-year-old and a bunch of drunk adults, which is exactly how you should have a children's Absolutely. birthday party. Yeah, they're one. They're not going to remember yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's going to be cake and booze and one kid, which is the best way to have a kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Just one kid. And a kid that's not going to remember shit. Right, they won't. He's not going to remember shit. No. He's going to be playing with his toys and eating the, you know, the, the smash cake in his face and bullshit. And mommy and daddy and everybody else is going to get wasted. And that's going to be a good time. That's a kid's party I would like to attend. So um, I'm doing that. And I said, hey, Blitz, like, hey, if you want to go, cool. I'd like for you to be there if you want to be there. But if you mm-hmm. don't, I totally get it. It is it is no fucking problem. So, you know, that's, I feel like, the way that you should kind of handle things. Sure. You know? And if you were really into sports, which you're not, and I am very somewhat thankful for that and you were like i gotta see this game i gotta see this game i would not interfere with that right because my philosophy going into a relationship of course you're gonna have to make compromises for shit Mm -hmm. but you also don't want to disrupt that person's entire life and everything they were used to before and all of their interests and stuff you got to kind of keep that intact to the best of your ability so yeah go ahead i'll say it was kind of funny too because our plan for like tonight was to, like, do our own thing and kind of rest. Yes. And I was going to take a course and go to the fucked bed. Yeah. Like, we were actually planning on not hanging out. Yeah, because we'll probably see each other a lot this weekend, and yeah. we work together, and I just also think that, you know, probably a little bit of space is good. Absolutely. And I came in this morning, Bubba's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, nothing. Yeah. He's like, oh, perfect. You're hanging out with me. <laughs> yeah. So, listen, that's fine. Which we'll, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I know. We'll spill, we're gonna we'll spend you know the night apart like we always do, and we'll we'll get together in the morning and yeah. do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's also good to just kind of you got to preserve that person's life and yeah. and have respect for it. So even if it's shit that you don't like, like I don't like fucking sports. I think I don't want to say I think sports are dumb. I think the the f- sport the what am I trying to say this the fandom shit ship. The fans, being a fan of a, of a sports team, like a rabid fan, is kind of a little bit ridiculous at times. Mm-hmm. But, hey, if you uh, love the Bucks or uh, the Packers or Lightning and you, like, 
want, really look forward to games, and that was prior to the relationship. I'm going to keep that intact, and that is going to be important for me to keep intact because if you start disrupting things that people liked, they start to um resent yes. you. You know, and I never even had to learn that learn that firsthand. I saw that secondhand and thirdhand and secondhand and secondhand. I would see a uh, bitch who's my friend. Why the fuck do you keep trying to interrupt his games? Don't you see he hates you? And then they break up, not just because of the games, but it's like this person doesn't have any respect for this guy's interests anymore. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, listen, men do shit to women and women do shit to men. But on average, I feel like sometimes women can be more disruptive when it comes to the extracurricular activities, right? When it comes to being social, Usually, it's like, yes. you're going to come have, uh, you know, a brunch with my friends. It's like, no, honey, I really want to catch the game. You're having, but no, please just mm. don't, don't have respect for that person's interest. Now, luckily, Blitz, you know, is not a huge sports fan, so that's no, kind of like nice. Watch... That opens up Sundays yeah. and stuff. I'll watch some sports, but, like, yeah, whatever. You could have it in the background or yeah. whatever. You know, but the, 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 boy, the guy likes planes and shit, yeah. so that's a little bit, you know, offbeat in terms of not scheduling every week for, you know, six right. months and planes stuff like that. Planes are always taking off a landing. I can go whenever. Yeah, you can go whenever. You can you can go to the, the airports right here. You can get murdered by a... a, a a fence attendant, or what was he? Or almost got killed. Tollbooth Willie. Tollbooth Willie. Almost got taken out, folks. God, that was so funny. Almost got murdered by a, a gate, because this motherfucker, I, we were on mopeds. This was this like, a year ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And he's like, okay, go ahead. And we, we he opens the gate, blitz, bzzzum, takes off. I'm trying to get my bearings, because I got little short legs, can barely touch the bottom. Can barely touch the street. As soon as I get going, this motherfucker literally an inch from my face, poof, closes the gate. I fall. I almost fell over. Almost broke my fucking leg on the exhaust. I'm like, hey, told Booth Willie, what the fuck? I look back. I'm like, oh. Literally, it was like a fucking inch from my face. You know how frightening that is? About to take off. Finally get your balance. Boosh. He almost decapitated me. Like Marie Antoinette, boom! <laughs> would have been in the news. Anyways, let's take a phone call. Your kids would have made a lot of money. What kids? What children? All right. Um, hello, who's this? Hey, Blummel. It's Scout. Hey, Scout. What's up, Scout? Um, I'm super giddy about all of this. I can't even tell you guys. But um, the best nicknames come from that organic spouse thing, the way it is. Like, Big Gulp and I call each other Honey Butter, and there's a funny story behind it that only we kind of get. But right. it's that that's the best kind of stuff when it's all just organic Inside. like that. Oh, yeah. Inside stuff. Well, I mean, look, yes. re- realistically, so Lummy said the other day, spouse, and we thought it was hilarious. So we say it, like, you know, you know, to be to be stupid. That's right. what we say. It. No, and it, it'll just carry on. You know, here it is. We're almost 23 years later, and it's still our thing. Right. Aww. You know, and you, that's the path you kids are on. I'm very excited to see it all progress and, and move forward. Oh, and when you guys are ready to go to D.C. to visit Congressman Hazlett, which Woo! we all know is going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, the colonel has a great big house outside of there. Right. Not far from Dulles. And uh, we know somebody that's a Dolson, a Dolson out there at the okay. Air and Space Museum, and right. we could get a uh, private Willie for you. Hell you yeah! You go see the Nola Gay, the shuttle, all the good shit. 
And we could totally put you guys up at the Colonel's house. He's got a giant effing house. It's huge. Oh, that'd be awesome. We like giant houses. um, We're all guards. And Big Gulf is an excellent tour guide because she grew up out there when her dad was at the Pentagon. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've never been to D.C. Yeah, he can I, talk air and space with Blitzy till the cows come home. He used to be in the new coal in Arkansas. Okay. When he was young in the military. So. Nice. But yeah, so it, it it'll be a good time. We would totally yeah, love I, to host you guys and treat you guys. That'd be uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, I, I I definitely want to go to DC and check out the sites. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I don't know. We've been together forever. We go there a lot, you mm-hmm. know, to see family and whatnot. And uh, as many times as you go, you just you can't see it all. It's it's. It's right. crazy, but uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, super excited to see where all this goes, and and even if you guys don't go, we can put you in separate bedrooms if that's what's needed. So, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Right. All I right, would just, kids. I would love to vacation with my ex-spouse at that point. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a blast. <laughs> Look, I'll serve you lots of wine and hummus. You'll be just fine. oh, perfect. Cool. Thank you so much, Scout, for calling in. Appreciate right, you. Bye. Right, bye. Eight one three ninety Bubba. Who's this? Hey guys, it's Mike from Naples. What's up, Mike? Mike, Mike. I just want to leave leave the week on a good note, and that uh, I think if it's a shoot, you guys are such a great couple, and between your dislikes and likes, like the recipe for a good couple, you guys have all the magical ingredients. Do you want to plug your GoFundMe? No, I'm not going to. You know, I got one person from the Bubba Army, John from Naples, who donated a little. But seriously, people say it all the time. But you guys have gotten me through so many hard times. Like, that's like the biggest donation ever. Like, I wouldn't be able to get up out of bed if it wasn't for you guys. There there were times I was so depressed. So. Well, I'm sorry you're depressed, wanted, but I'm I'm glad that we were able to, you know, and especially Bubba, yeah, no. able to do something about them. The big show, you guys, you guys, you guys have gotten me through so much along with I'm sure lots of other people, and and I just wanted to wish you and Blitz the best, and I I, I really hope it works out, and and we're talking about your relationship ten years from now. Yeah, right. You're just trying to keep me away from your daughters. I, I know what your I know your your goal is. <laughs> all right all right thanks thanks mike thank you Bye. and it and it will work out until yeah. it doesn't and then we'll then we'll go from Why, there you're, you're gonna ruin it is that the, is uh that no i'm just saying like listen it doesn't i don't know if no, of course. relationships are meant to last forever i i don't know but Jesus. now what what I, listen, you know, so are we monogamous birds for life? I don't know. I don't. We're still getting to know each other. This is we know each other quite well, just because. That's why we need to start swinging. We just because right? birds. Is that what you're saying? Birds, monogamous birds. You already wanted to flap your wings, bitch. No, you're on no, fucking stage no, two. No, and you already want to fucking fly. No. What I'm saying is we've entered a, a, a different realm. Like, we knew oh, we, we knew each other great. well as people and friends, but now we're getting to know each other as spouses. Now we're realming it out. And when you're a spouse, things are a little bit different. There's a, a, a different curriculum involved in spouse in spousemanshiphood. Right. Okay? It's a little bit different than friendship. You can have lots of friends, but you can only have one spouse. Well, at least the way we're trying it, we're doing it. We, we do monogamous, right? No? 
be don't. <laughs> we have. Well, I mean, I am. I don't know what you're playing. No, you already want to fly away. I don't want to fly away. I'm just saying, listen, when your parents are together for 30 years and you're like, they're going to be together forever and they are not anymore, you start to go, okay, maybe that was a little bit simple-minded. Maybe sometimes things don't work out. And and I don't mean like it wasn't good while it lasted. I mean, like maybe it wasn't meant to be to last forever. But I don't know. Take a par- like page out of your parents' book. They don't harbor anything. Any ill will towards each other? 813-90-BUBBA. Feel free to call in and swirl us. Hello, who's this? Am I on? You're on, buddy. I, I love you, Anna. Um, Thank can you. Can I call you Seth? What? Can I call you Seth? Seth? No, this is Crackhead Calvin. Oh. I just can probably, I call you Seth? I, I should probably hang up on him. Yeah. You're not allowed to call in. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to call in, buddy. Goodbye. Hi. Deuces. Hello. Who's this? Good morning, Anna. Good morning, spouse. Bye. This is Fozzie. I had a question about this intermittent fasting. I think I might be doing it wrong. I mean, you should, I mean, I, oftentimes, I don't eat for a long period of time. I work at a, at a pizzeria, so I'll smash a large, thin crust pizza, all meat, and then I won't eat again till the next day. So basically, that's damn near 24 hours until the next meal. I mean, does it matter what you're eating? I have a question. Do you guys have deep dish pizza? No, no deep dish. We have oh. some. It's a thick, it's a thick crust, and then it's I don't know. I don't know what they do. They got some deal. It's thick crust, and then the thin crust. Uh, yeah, that's it, brother. Okay. But, uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so I was wondering, does it matter what you eat, Anna? I mean, because I'm I'm putting in a lot of hours of the intermittent fast gimmick, but I mean, uh, I guess I'm doing it wrong. I mean, I should be moving more, maybe uh, listening. Well, uh, maybe it's one component. Up. It's one component. Like, obviously, it would be better if you were eating a little bit cleaner and intermittent fasting. But if you're intermittent fasting, you're still getting some points. It's better that you intermittent fast than you don't. But obviously, you would see even more benefits if you were eating a little bit cleaner. Because I've, I mean, I also, I mean, I, I know you're supposed to stop eating it at like 7 o'clock at night where I work the night shift. So I'm done. I'm done working about nine or ten o'clock. So I'm smashing said large pizza at ten or eleven o'clock not at night, and then that's sitting in my belly all night long. So I'm putting that doing radio math. I'm putting those numbers towards the uh, the fasting. Well, what time are you going but, to bed? Oh, I mean, well, shortly thereafter. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm ready for a nap after a whole large pizza, honey. Sure. Double meat, double cheese, double sauce. You know it, buddy. Two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I think that probably most people would say you want to eat. I think best for sleeping and everything involved, like three to four hours before you go to bed. But you know, whatever. You can't do everything. You can't like go for a jog in the morning and intermittent fast for sixteen hours and be keto and do the and be vegan. And be, you just you do what works for you. You do as best as you can. I have been mixing in the pizza bowls, which is just all the good toppings mixed in the bowls, ran through the oven. That's good as well. Yeah. Hey, I'm real happy with your guys' relationship. Oh, uh, thanks. The show's awesome. I think, Anna, I think you, you saved the show. All shares aside. Oh, I don't and, think uh, so, man, but thank uh, you. Much success to you and the rest of the Bob Army. Thanks, Father. Uh, appreciate it. Bye-bye. Yeah, if, if I can get, like, a few people to start intermittent fasting and that helps them, then I've won. Yeah. Because this is, let me tell you something. This, this is how I feel about intermittent fasting. You know when people find Jesus, not the guy that works here, but, okay. you know, 
Mr. Christ, as we call him, when people, when they have like a come to Jesus moment or, you know, they went to prison and then all of a sudden they start reading the Bible and they're really religious and they want to, you know, spread the gospel, go to places like Haiti and other places, maybe close to the Caribbean, whatever, and, and, and start <laughs> and spreading the word of God. That's how I feel about intermittent fasting. Like I found the gospel, no. I found the ticket and I want to share it and spread no. it and I want people to follow no. it. No. You're like a fucking crossfitter. That's rude. And I can't stop talking about it. Yes. Also that. I'm like a cross between a, a Jesus freak and a crossfitter. That I, I like yeah, talking better. You're a born again crossfitter. Pretty much. But I, <laughs> fasting has really transformed my life over the last uh, nine months or so. But do you really think it was just the fasting? Because you were like on that road anyway. I really wasn't well, on that. I was actually, to be honest, I was on the exact opposite. I was up from at four thirty and going to bed about eleven, and I was eating consistently, probably about fourteen hours of the day. And I was gaining—I don't want to say a substantial amount of weight, but I noticed it. And I, we were looking at old pictures a few days ago, and I was like, "Oh, I think I was a little bit thicker there," which is not a problem. But I wasn't—I wasn't feeling comfortable, and I wasn't feeling my best. I feel a lot better now. And I just kind of want to share what I found because, you know, we could always learn something new. Mm -hmm. I was have been involved in fitness and nutrition since I was a a wee child. So I thought I'd pretty much. And I thought not that I knew everything there is to know, but I was just like, I'm doing all the things. I was a calories in calories out person like most of us are when it comes to losing weight. We're like, I just have to eat less and move more, which is, yeah, that's a part of it. Nico. But also, like, when are you eating? Like, that never even fucking occurred to me. I would hear intermittent fasting. I'd just be like, ah, shut up. Shut the fuck up. But then I really investigated it, learned some shit, and turned my life around in about two months. Hmm. And was back at where I was before I started working at the BRN. So I'm very happy about my progress and and the results that I saw. And I just want to share that information with other people that might be struggling. Sure. And you don't, you don't pressure people to do it you're oh, like hey here's what here's no. what i do if you want to try it man i'll show you how to do it but i'm not going to tell you this is what no, you need to do no 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 right. and and then i also get that assumption when i tell people i'm a vegetarian i get people and they go Ugh. they roll the eyes they, they give me the, the sigh and they're like oh great i'm like listen fucker i'm not going to tell you a goddamn yeah. thing what to eat because guess what i don't like when people tell me what to eat so you just do your fucking thing if people Ask me a question about nutrition. Sure. I'll tell them what I think about something, but I'll never give you advice, especially like while you're eating. Like fuck no, no anytime, because I like having friends. No, and like we, before we before Bubba hooked us up, like we'd gone to like lunches and stuff and had a couple dinners. Like it's no, you know, just yeah. as friends. Um, and you've never said like, oh well, don't eat that or don't eat this or like you can't nope. have meat in front of me. You're like, nope. hey, they got chicken, looks good. Why don't you order that? You know, like yep, you don't care. Nope. Don't give a fuck. Now, you may not see me with, like, say, at a traditional Chinese restaurant where there's, like, a, you know, pink MSG. And <laughs> well, yeah. MSG. I don't mind MSG, but, like, you know, when you could kind of see the animal that you're consuming, like, with, like, it's looking at you. Well, yeah, that's just gross. Yeah, I may not, like, go to those restaurants because it kind of freaks me out, but, you know, as far as anything that's on the menu at any restaurant, I don't give a fuck. Do your thing. Yeah. As long as you're not being like, hey, try this. Let's put it in. Pressuring me. Mm-hmm. I don't respond well to that. 
but you do you. Yeah. I'm a libertarian. Not for long, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I fucking love Kevin Hazlett. Probably shouldn't have said fucking there because he's such a clean man. That's how much I freaking love Kevin Hazlett. As I'm about to change my party affiliation for that man for a solid month. For you, Kevin. Yeah. I'm a libertarian, you know, through and through. But, you know, I, I really need to vote in this primary. It's it's very important. And literally every vote counts. It does, because very few people vote in the primaries. Right. And, and oh, I mean, number mm, one, only like 30 to 40 percent of the population can vote for Republicans anyway. Yeah. So, so they're I'm real gonna, important. Yeah. And, it, you know, and not everyone that is listening can vote because they're not all in District 13. Right. So it's very specific. So I... I'm going to change my party affiliation to Republican, what my bubby would say and do. Oh, my God. Good mm-hmm. thing she's dead. Sorry. That was rude. But, uh, but I'm going to change back afterwards to Libertarian. But I really need to make sure that Kevin gets in there, gets mm-hmm. that ticket, gets the opportunity to run in the in the main election in November. So that's very important. So I will be, um, I'll be changing my yep. party affiliation for you, Kevin. That's how much I love you. Scout Lamb, five dollars cash, and Real John from Naples, four ninety nine. Oh, thank you so much, and a bitch ain't one. Hello, who's this? Sounds like you're a bit of a flip flopper, Anna. Oh, I sure am. I'll do anything for Kevin uh, Hazley. You know that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, on to another subject. That yeah. You're very good at. Um, uh, should do you think I should use full synthetic or 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 a synthetic blend for my? Uh, are, you, are you injecting it or? Is this know. in your veins or in your oil? Because I'm an oil I'm filter it. housing uh, connoisseur. <laughs> of course you are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in case you're not sure, this is Iggy. What's oh, up? yeah. I know it's Caribou Lou, 62. Okay. What's up? Well, fuck, fuck Caribou Lou. He's dying. Really oh, I've, been, I've been saying that for a while. Uh, yeah, shut <laughs> up. I know. You've been saying a lot of things, you fucking bastard. Of course. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say, you guys, uh, you guys um, I'm glad that Anna finally got the stick out of her ass and started uh, kind of like letting you in the, in the, at least look through the peephole there a little bit. Right. Um. Yeah, 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 and uh, you guys, you guys are make a good couple because you're both weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do yeah. love both of you, but you're both weird as fuck. That's true. And, uh, oh, it's no uh, question. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's good to see uh, two people uh, like uh, have a little love connection thing with the BRN. Is um, it or is it annoying? I, no, it's. I, I mean, I know cool. I'm I annoying, but is this annoying? No, that's not annoying. Okay, that, that's all in your head. So oh right, okay. It, it is, Much like cool. most yeah, things. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of things on. Well, I, I, please, pot, kettle, black. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, pretty much the same fucking thing for me. But, but it is cool to see that stuff. Um, cool. Yeah, it's 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 a good thing. I just really. Uh, how's Gus doing? Gus is Can doing we a, well. Gus yes, uh, my spouse okay? no fixed noise? him. No noise. Yeah. No, he's he's doing good. Everything's good. He's mm-hmm. not leaking. Okay. He's not shutting off randomly, taking naps at inopportune <laughs> moments. Taking fucking naps. <laughs> <laughs> at inopportune moments, were, like at an intersection. There were a lot of uh, there were a lot of uh, guesses out there. People were taking bets on whether or not Gus would make it. So yeah, no, he's he's good. What the next pile of shit you drive would be. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Sorry I that. love cars. I do. I love that my car. Wonderful. I want to give uh, Gold Egg Laird props for the phone call about the thin crust pizza, and he should probably slow down when he talks a little bit. That's all I got. Good luck, guys. All right. Thanks, Iggy. That wasn't him. Gold Egg Laird would talk about fucking strombolis. Which apparently are really delicious, too, when you can find them. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few uh, minutes. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Off the Rails. All right, we're back. 
Is that that was lummy. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Right? What? I'm sweaty. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah, he came in. He came in here too. Took some donuts. Thank God. Took a whole dozen home. Good. So, I told, I told Lakeland him. Hoosier I told him to. sent four dozen donuts. That's like a dozen per person. What the fuck were you thinking, Lakeland Why? Hoosier? And 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 literally the segment before Bubba's like trying to be healthy. Doing all the right things. We're talking intermittent fasting, not eating processed foods, being carb conscious. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Then suddenly four dozen donuts come in the building. Yeah. And trying are, to kill us. People are asking, why don't we play music during break? Because, like, even stuff that say that says it's copyright free isn't, we get in trouble, so. Listen, no one hates it more than you. Trust me. I asked Blitz almost, I stopped asking because it was the same answer every time. I'm like, can I play a parody? Can I play just anything and he's like no i don't want to take the chance so and i trust blitz and i know he's he has yeah we're gonna we're gonna find a few things we're, that we're allowed to play okay. but as yeah. of now yeah i can't if do it was it. twitch it'd be no problem well t- probably i mean realistically no problem but youtube and facebook seem to care yeah all right can so i take these why. calls or is it someone that i don't want to talk to it probably is someone you don't want to talk to but whatever we'll hang up on them hello who's this Hey, I just wanted you, to, you both to know that uh, I think it's great you're finally together. I wish you the best of luck. Oh, thanks. It's totally not annoying. Totally. It's not annoying? Okay. I was concerned Absolutely about not. that. Because I don't, yeah, don't want to be like... You... D- d- right. You know, we can talk about cl- couple stuff like clinically, but I don't want it to be like, ooh, what's not it? Ooh, there's right. PDA. Because that's annoying as fuck. Yeah, I understand. I agree okay. with you. But okay. no, this is not... I mean, this, this is something I... 
it sounds like everybody's on the same page as well that we've been really open happens because shit, you guys are already so close. But yeah, so we have bipartisan support. That's great. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for calling in. And... All right, you have a great day. Yeah, thank thank you, you. That actually really helps. Because that alleviates a lot of my anxiety. Because let me tell you, I got anxiety, lots of it, from mm-hmm. every direction. You know, I'm like the Russians invading from every fucking angle. I got anxiety about shit, right. about stuff that could happen, would happen, yeah, did you happen, feel like you're the may Ukraine. happen. Yes, I feel like I'm the Ukraine. Right? Why? Did, how did that become a thing? Where it was always like <laughs> the Ukraine. I know. The, do we say the Russia, the Germany? I it's know. like no, it's just Ukraine, y'all. Um, so, yeah, they, I was a little bit worried about that, that it would be fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like everybody's rooting for us, Blitz. I think so. Everybody was, I feel like they could, they could, are the, the tension, I suppose, the closeness, the connection was palpable. Mm-hmm. And people just, you know, thank God for Bubba, who finally talked some goddamn sense into yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, hey, whore. Well, you know you can trust him, so. Yes, I something. can. Yeah, I know. And he just kind of, he gave me the nudge that I needed at the right time. And, you know, thankfully, we went to the Green Lemon, which I don't know why they just don't call it lime, but whatever. We went to the Green Lemon, and we had a, a, an amazing, uh, uh, val- val- I almost said July 4th, Valentine's Day uh, dinner, mm-hmm. lunch, whatever. And, you know, that was just kind of the this, this spark. It was. And it's been very comforting to have this all be on the air. Every detail has <laughs> really alleviated my anxiety about having a private life. It's been really just comforting sharing it with, you know, 10,000 of my closest friends to weigh in on. on chat. <laughs> it's been great. I really appreciate it. It's really alleviated my anxiety about stuff. Real healthy. Yes. Very healthy, private relationship. So thank you for calling in, caller, and telling me that it's not annoying because that was definitely one of my 99 fears about stuff. You only had 99? And a bitch ain't one. Yes. Um, I do have a close friend that is uh, about to get married again. This will be her second uh, wedding. Okay. And and marriage, and I really thought that, but it will be her her husband's first. Okay. And I really thought that they were gonna do the big wet, not the big wedding, but a wedding. Like I thought that they were gonna have the people, mm-hmm. the things, the centerpieces, the families, the dress, the bridesmaids. I really thought that was gonna be a thing. And about I don't know three weeks ago, I was informed that this person might be eloping to Vegas. And I thought... Eloping to Vegas? To get married. Oh, okay. So like eloping in Vegas. Yes. Sorry. Not eloping to Vegas. Going to Vegas to, to elope. Okay. Gotcha. Using it as a verb. Not sure. eloping to Vegas, but going to Vegas to elope. I gotcha. Um, I think this is a great idea because I also simultaneously have another friend that is also going to be married in April as well. And this person is having a big wedding. Mm-hmm. And this person is hating her fucking life. Really? Yes. Number one, she's marrying a Jew. Now, oh, that's yeah. not the problem. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Now, that's not the problem. Oh. Sorry, I, I preface that weird. She's marrying a Jewish person, I should say. I, for, for people that are new to the show, I myself am a Jew. Jewish person. I was born in Israel, so I got some extra cred. So yeah, fuck you're off. You're not even real American. I'm not even real American. I was born in Israel. Hoes. Okay, can't speak a lick of Hebrew, but that's, I know how to say your mom's a whore. My dad yeah, taught me the important stuff. I like stuff. challah bread, too. Yes, your mom's a whore. That's all I got. So she's marrying this Jewish person, which isn't really that much of a problem. I mean, some of you may think it's a problem. You, you know, I do. We do. I, I don't know how much of our fan base is KKK, but in the event that we got one or two, they may think it's a problem. 
Are oh, you sorry. waving or are you Heil Hitlering? Oh, sorry. I'm not part of the fan oh, base. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Um, put my hand down. Now, uh, she's marrying the Jewish person, which isn't the problem. The problem is with a Jewish person, you often get a Jewish mother. Mm. Um, that can be problematic because um, sometimes they just like to fuck shit up bad. <laughs> and they like to make... Now, this may not even be just a Jewish mom thing. This may just be like a mom thing. That they not only like to make the fuck shit up, but they like to make things about them, mm-hmm. it seems. I'm learning that more and more. I don't know if this is a boomer thing where, you know, you are getting married, said person, and your mom or your in-laws, they want to do, they, they want to make it about them because they're like, my baby's getting married and I want it to be like this because it's my baby and I had you so that you could give me a wedding where I can be, you know, mother of the bride, mother right. of the groom, whatever. I think that is a little bit selfish. Now, although my parents are no longer together and, you know, they have a cordial relationship. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's like especially warm and fuzzy, but they don't, you know, wish death upon each other. They right. don't really have any need to interact anymore. You know, once the finances are settled and the kids are grown, there's really no reason to kind of have any chit chat. Sure. But separately, they've always said the same thing to me, which is very comforting you know my parents have never expected me to get married by a certain age or to provide them with any grandbabies mm-hmm. which is nice they had me because they wanted to have children they didn't have me to extract things from me such as weddings and grandbabies which is very nice my parents just want me to be happy they don't right. care about literally anything else you know if I was dating a guy who was a former member of ISIS, my dad might have a little bit of an issue with that. But other than that, my parents really don't care. The fact that he was former or that he got out? Uh, just it has any sort of involvement oh. at all. You know, probably even if he's a retired ISIS member, my dad probably would be like, hmm, maybe not a great idea. But my parents do not care about sure. color, creed, what they do for a living. You know, it would be cool if, you know, my dad would probably be like, do you like, is, does he have like a job? Like maybe right. those questions. But other than that, my parents aren't like, oh, I need to see his pedigree and where he went to school. Both my parents, my mother and my father, have been very, very cool about that. Mm -hmm. And that is pretty fucking unusual. Because most of the time, it's like, this person isn't good enough for you. What is their plan? Where did they go to school? Uh, I'm going to threaten them. They better be good to you. My parents both raised me knowing that I don't really take a lot of shit. And I... You know, I've always had the um, option to walk away, which a lot of people that are codependent don't really realize, mm-hmm. or they feel like they can't live without another person. So my parents know that I'm pretty independent, especially very emotionally independent, and that if something were to go wrong, no one would have to intervene because I would just walk away mm-hmm. and everything would be okay. So my parents have been, you know, very supportive of of Blummel and any relationship I've had. They just check in. They go, "Are you happy?" Are you having a good time, kiddo? And I go, yeah. And they go, great. Keep doing what you're doing. But not all parents are like that, especially Jewish moms. Sometimes they can be very problematic. Mm -hmm. So seeing my friend who's marrying a Jewish person and inheriting a Jewish mother-in-law is going through some real fucking problems. So I'm really thinking that my other friend who is eloping to Vegas has a, that's a pretty good idea. Now, I don't know for me and Vegas, I don't, 
I don't like Vegas. I don't really like the idea of Vegas. It's it, a mysterious city. It's an interesting place, but it's not a place that I think of as romantic. I mean, getting married in Vegas almost seems like it's like doesn't like it's like it's fake. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's very Sorry, Tara. It's it's very like cliche. <laughs> yeah, she was married in Vegas? I think so. I didn't know. Yeah, I think she was. Didn't she have like a real wedding though? Yeah. I think my friend is going to get married by Elvis. Like okay, I think so, it's yeah, like that the that, no, that seems fake. In front of the like isn't there like a famous the, sign or there's a, like a well, casino or there's a little white chapel is the yeah. is the church or whatever. Yeah. So I think it might be something like that. Like it's okay. gonna be really like to a T cliche, like running away to Vegas. Yeah, wedding. if you're gonna do a cliche wedding, like go all the way. A hundred percent. Yeah, agree. no, I agree with that. Yeah, you can't half ass it. Like no. if you're going to Vegas, you gotta do the Vegas thing. You gotta make it as like cheese ball as possible. Absolutely. But I think that that's, that's kind of a cool idea. And when I mm-hmm. talked to my friend about it, she was like, listen, I've already done the wedding. And that's I'm right. the bride. Like, the bride's the one that cares. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I already did it. Yeah. I already did it. So she's like, I don't want to burden everybody else with my wedding. And, and they're I'm expensive. Like, that is awesome. That is a fucking awesome attitude to have. Because Absolutely. she was the bridesmaid of her friend that was supposed to get married but then the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. and my friend spent a lot of money on bachelorette stuff bridal party stuff dresses paying for venues for you know said bridal shower and shit and the she didn't even attend the wedding because it didn't really happen they got they ended up eloping to i think it was like i don't know little saint james or something not little saint james saint thomas the Virgin they, they went to Little St. James. They Aww. went to Little St. James and they got married at the temple. Okay? That's where they did. In front of all the cameras because there were cameras everywhere. <laughs> Kidding. Kind of. But she ended up spending all this money for a wedding that she didn't even attend. Um, but, she, you know, it was kind of like she already did it. They went on a cruise as like a, like I think it was a bachelor, bachelorette kind of combined party. Went on like a five-day cruise and she left the day that like everything fucking shut down for COVID and I was like, hey, friend, maybe a cruise is not the move right now. She's like, well, we're boarding, so we'll see ya. I'm like, okay, have fun. Try not to die. So hmm. I I like that attitude where you're like, listen, I, I don't want to burden anybody with flights and shit and presents and showers and parties and stuff. We're just going to do our thing. And and to be honest, like, I was invited to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I, I can't go. It's in it's in April, and April's already a crazy busy yeah. month, and we got a lot of shit going, and I got another wedding like that weekend, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, my two friends are getting married at the same time, so I, I can't make the wedding, but I did appreciate the sentiment of like, hey, we are getting married. That doesn't mean that this is going to requi- be a fucking $5,000 investment for you, my friend or family member. My other friend, um, who I'll be seeing next month, is now $6,000 in debt because of all the fucking weddings she has to go. She's going to seven weddings this year. Oh, she's just attending them. As... Just attending them. Jesus. She's a bridesmaid in one. She's hosting and, and planning the bachelorette in another one. One of them is in her mother country of Armenia. So she has to go to fucking Armenia, which is... Really close to Russia, which is also really close to Ukraine. Right. Maybe not the move. Maybe let's do Ukraine or or Armenian wedding 2024. Push it back a little bit. But so she's got to go to Armenia. She's got to go to Mexico for a wedding. Then she's got to go to L.A. for a bachelorette party. The bitch is like, I don't have the money. I need to start a GoFundMe 
because I'm fucking involved in all these weddings. I mean, at what point does she just say, look, I can't afford anymore. Like, I can't afford to go to any yeah, more weddings. Right? I don't know. I'm like, how are you financing this? Do you have to take out a personal loan? She also lives in fucking New York. She lives in Brooklyn. Mm. I'm like, bitch, how are you affording anything at this point? No shit. She's ripping her hair out of her fucking head because she's going That's insane. Yeah, not great. Not great. So I think weddings can often be very stressful. And, um, you know, what's the, what's best what's best for a wedding and a marriage in general is to really start to hate your in-laws before they're even really attached to you. Because my friend that's getting married with the Jewish mom or in uh, mother-in-law, soon-to-be mother-in-law, I feel like I'd be having some serious second thoughts if I'm like, hey, I'm really absorbing this person in my family for life and they're causing this many problems already. They got an interesting situation. I, I, I don't know if I told you about this, but the mother, the, the groom's mom, obviously used to be married to the groom's dad. They used to have a thing. They used to be married because okay, that's, that's how they that's created common. the groom. Yeah, that's right? somewhat common with families. Then, kind of like a, a big gulp situation, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of that, but left the man for a woman. Okay. And I think that the, the dad never really got over that. Oh. But here's the thing. If I was going to be left by somebody, I would much prefer them leave me, like, if I was married to a guy. If I was married to Blitz, and Blitz left me for Bubba, bad example. That would be, Let's, should we that use, would be awesome. Okay, let, maybe like a male supermodel. He leaves me for a man. I knew I could never compete with that, because I just don't have the parts that he wanted so badly in <laughs> his ass. I just, I mean, I guess I could, but it's just not the same. I could wear a Latin Whopper, but he wanted Latin the American real... Whopper, please. Latin get it Amer- right. <laughs> Latinx Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's be woke here. That's right. I forgot. Latin American. have woke dildos. Latinx Whopper. Um, but if he just wanted the real deal, you know, not some Ertzatz bullshit substitute. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that I threw Ertzatz in there. I remember that from the GRE. Yeah. Anywho. If he left me for a guy, I really wouldn't feel. I would feel like what the fuck. But I would. I would be like, all right. Well, this is this is who you are. You're you're a gay dude, and you want it in a way that I can't give it to you. That that a Tommy couldn't give it. That you know, Tommy could and Anna couldn't. I get it. Yeah. But if you left me for like a Tampa co-ed that was younger, hotter, better, taller, bigger tittied, whatever, all that sort of thing, all of those sorts of things, that would probably be a lot more devastating to my ego, Mm -hmm. I think. So I feel like if you're going to get left by someone, it would be best if they were a person of the other sex. Because you go, well, listen, this is a you deal. You were attracted to women the whole time, and you left me, and what can I do about it? Nothing. But if you leave me for someone who is just like a, you know, a better version of me, then that, I guess, would hurt more. I mean, that... Yeah, that's one way. That's a better way of looking at it. Or you can be like, "Look, I was so horrible that they gave up on this whole heterosexual thing." You could also look at it that way, but that's what—that's the blitz way of looking at it, cynical way. You got to look at it like the Anna way. Silver oh, lining. that's right, because you're so positive all the time. I'm a very optimistic person. I'm very mm. optimistic, but I am, but I'm also realistic. I'm cynical because the world is a, a shitstorm. People are horrible. You think about because of Putin, like how many, like 10,000 people are dead just because the motherfucker, I mean, now I'm sure he's killed much, many more before. uh, More importantly, the fucking cargo ship Antoinette 325 is dead. Is that what you're going to say? 
course. Yes. That's much more important than people dying. All right. Well, the world's largest plane is no longer with us. All right. Well, we can add that to the cost of casualties. But this is just one man's career aspirations just to take over the fucking planet, ride a horse without a shirt on. And show the world that he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, five foot six force to be reckoned with. I know. You know, it. I don't know if you guys have been reading this same shit that I've been reading about. Obviously, we've been seeing what's going on in Ukraine. Not the Ukraine. The Ukraine. Just Ukraine. Just Ukraine. Um, And it's horrible. And it's uh, devastating. Obviously. And it's scary. And we don't know what Putin's next move is going to be. Now, if you dig a little bit deeper... This isn't even a conspiracy sort of thing. I still have to look into all the shit the Blitz was talking about yesterday. But there are a few articles. <laughs> you know, everyone feels bad for you, the Ukraine, for Ukrainians, obviously. For the, what? Um, <clears throat> for, uh, the people of Ukraine yeah. that are leaving, fleeing, dying, whatever, getting sure. bombed. I'm not, I don't want to say but, but there have been some reports that apparently maybe Ukrainians are not the most race friendly to black people right or to russians it well you can understand the russian situation a little bit even the ones that live in their own country but anyway again that was what you were talking about yesterday it seems but i've seen a few things where there have been people black people Mm -hmm. not americans i don't think but because everyone, sometimes people don't understand, Americans don't understand that there are, not everyone is African-American. They go, right. all African-Americans? I'm like, no, black people from other countries. They right. go, huh? What do you mean? Yeah, how, does, have... it, how does a guy <laughs> born in the Ukraine, he's, just because he's black doesn't mean he's African-American. Or if he's from Africa, like he's from Congo or something. Yeah. Oh, he's African-American. No, he's never stepped no, in America. No, he's just African, he's African, bro. Yeah. So there have been reports of people, I think they are from Africa. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to es- escape a place that it was less shitty than their country, and they go, oh, I picked the wrong one. God mm-hmm. damn it. Oops. God fucking damn it. Oops, out of all the places. Right, exactly. I'm trying to leave Ghana for a better life. I'm going to go to Ukraine. Real- start up a new bit. Great. Now they're bombing. Now they're- now I got to go back to goddamn Senegal or right. whatever. So the- I would assume the African Americans yes. would just get on a bus and go back to Congo. Yeah, no, this is uh, very much like circa 1950s Mobile, Amble, Alabama sort of shit where they're like, uh, they're trying to leave, the, these black people are trying to leave and they go, no black people on the bus. And you go, oh, this is coming out of Ukraine? The people mm-hmm. that would feel sorry for? Ugh. And it feels a little bit strange because, um, especially I imagine the more left and woke you are. Now, this isn't good for speaking to anybody. You don't have to be liberal right. or not. But, right. you know, especially when you're like, she, you know, you see these people who are like, America needs to go and send troops to Ukraine to help fight, blah, blah. And then you hear reports, oh, they don't like black people. They're not letting them on the bus. You go, let's rescind those right. <laughs> requests, please. So it's just kind of odd because you're trying to feel you when someone is victimized, you really want to kind of open your heart and let all the compassion seep out. Mm-hmm. But then when you find when you're like, oh, my God, someone has cancer and you're like, oh. And they're it's stage four, and they're they have two young children, and then you're like, oh, they're also a neo Nazi. Then you go, uh, uh, it's bad. A human is dying, but also like, fuck you. You really don't want that sort of stuff to come to come out because it really kind of fucks with the the way you feel, like all of the like sad feelings you feel when you hear about they're not letting 
black people leave because no black people on the bus, it makes you feel oh, maybe Ukraine's not the most, I don't know, you know, uh, friendly to people of other races, right. and, ethnic and creeds. And in your mind, you would think, well, they know how it is. So you think they'd be even more compassionate. Yeah. Guess not. And that's when you have to realize, folks, that the world and humans are we're complex creatures, mm-hmm. right? We have many different, like much like when I was watching the um, the epic, uh, what was the show, the bubble the, about the cryptocurrency, about startup. Oh, yeah. The character development, and I was really paying attention, is really, was really dynamic in that. Because like, wh- I think my favorite character was Ronald Dacey. And Ronald, he was like a cop or something? No, he was a Haitian criminal. He oh, was like, okay. a, like a gang banger, essentially. And he would go and he'd shoot up rival gangs, uh, like homes and villages. And he was just a, he was a criminal. He'd go kill people. But he also had a very ethical side where like he wouldn't cheat on his wife and he wouldn't do drugs. And, you know, don't get high on your own supply sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so it, each character was kind of like, and then you had other characters that wouldn't kill anybody, but they would like fuck their friends over financially right. and, and, and throw them to the police and rat them out and stuff. So everybody kind of has their own moral code and every, every person is neither good nor bad. They have both. Mm-hmm. They're complicated creatures. Each one of us is, is neither good or bad. We have good attributes and bad attributes and, or good or evil. So you can't really like pin someone or something as good and evil because they're a mixed bag. Now, I know that there's not, like, I'm not trying to stand up for Hitler or anything. Obviously, Hitler was an evil man. But Hitler was also, like, a vegetarian and loved animals. Like, it's just, people are fucking complicated. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of like Saddam Hussein was like a piece of shit, but he did amazing things for Iraq's economy. So everybody is a mixed bag, and that includes the, the people of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, man, they're they're victims. They didn't, especially a lot of the civilians. They didn't do anything. They didn't ask for this. They weren't provoking, but they also maybe you know s- seriously racist people as well. Sure. So it's just it's just interesting how it's hard to realize that no one is purely good and no one is purely evil. And something that I've learned recently in the last few years is like. There are no angels. Right. There are not. There are no angels. You think that you might be on the right side of a conflict or a a scrimmage or a little uh, Mm -hmm. kerfuffle or whatever, a situation, if you will, and that your friend or your person or your side of the story or who you're defending, even politically, whatever, Mm -hmm. that you're on the right side of history. But there are no angels. Everybody is very... People are very complex in that way, where they have certain like moral codes of conduct, where the, the lines that they don't cross. But you know, like you could say, Dick Cheney supported his gay daughter, and as a Republican, great. He also started two wars. You know, so like things are not really as they seem all of the time, and you kind of have to take that into account. And that's why I feel like moderates, especially people who are free thinkers. And consider both sides and people are like, stop sitting on the fence and pick a side. It's like, well, no, we're just a bit more nuanced than everybody else. Because yeah. we look at the left and we go, not great. And we look at the right and we go, also not great. You could take, pick and choose from both. 
Yeah, little you can bit. say your side sucks and your side sucks, but I like this and I like this. Exactly. You're a bit more nuanced, but being nuanced isn't great for ratings. And it's not mm-hmm. maybe fun to listen to a political pundit who's like, listen, you both have some decent points. No one wants to listen to that. Nope. But that's how most people, I think, or at least level uh, minded people think is that they realize that people are complex and things are complex and not one any one person has all the answers and is going to be the savior. Yeah. If, if you're still, you know, uh, clamoring for Trump 2024 and stop the steal, you're you're a fucking loser. OK, and if you're still clamoring for Hillary Clinton or whatever, the Democrat, you're also a fucking loser. Like you have to understand that you're you're polit- even Ron DeSantis, whom I really quite admire, and it's hard for me to even find, you know, a, a, a something in his game that I'm not down for. It's just it's it's part of the game. Being a politician, sometimes you have to do some things. Not Kevin Hazlett, though. Eight one three ninety Bubba. Who's this? Hello, welcome to the program. Shit, it's almost eleven forty. I know. Oh, who's this? I'm a little afraid. Hey, hello. Is that him? Hello. I don't know. Let me talk. Hi. Hello. Hi. Can you? Okay. Hey, congrats first, guys. Who's this? Uh, Who's this? Can you identify yourself? Name, yeah. My name's Brandon. Okay. Yeah, it's him. Um, first him? things first, uh, you guys are a budding relationship, so I want to congrats to you both. Ha, me, however. Oops. Oh, sorry. My hand oh, slipped. Oh, damn. I hate when that uh, I, I feel like we need to uh, like respect Bubba's rules, right? He set some rules. and Yeah, he said not to take his call. Yes, exactly. And that includes our show as well, because we are an ancillary show of the Bubble Love Sponge Show and the BRN Network. You used his name. That was cool. Huh? Yes, he I did. His name. I didn't just say the show. No, Brandon. He used his own name. Oh, he uses it. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Um, but yes, I feel like that's maybe a good place to end for the day, right? Yeah. We got to get going and do some stuff. We got a soiree coming up tonight. Oh, that's I'm, right. Yeah, we got we to gotta get ready for a soiree. I got to go home, and hopefully my new detergent's supposed to be delivered today because I got three loads of laundry to do. Oh, shit. I got to hit the gym because I did not hit the gym yesterday and maybe slightly overate and definitely need to move my body even though How I'm bloody How many dinners mess. did you eat? Two and a half. Mm. Two and a half? Yeah. I'll listen, I was hungry yesterday because I'm growing. I'm a growing girl. I don't know. Does anybody else eat dinner and then immediately need another dinner? I, or is this just me? Well, so- we went to dinner last night. We did. And it was good. Yes. It just wasn't enough food. No, it was not, especially uh, for me. Now, be honest, Blitz. Okay. Have I, do I have like a, a pretty beastly appetite? Not at all. You only eat like two to three times as much as I do. Yeah. I can out eat Blitz almost any day of the week. But I don't. <laughs> but I also eat intermittent fast, so I'm like condensing more of my calories. Right, that's what I was say. Like I, so I in eat, one sitting. In one sitting, I eat. I don't eat a lot in one sitting. Right. And like rarely do I ever, but I can eat a few of those meals through the day. Right. Whereas you eat like four times as much as I do. Yeah. But like all within an hour. Right. Exactly. And then there are some times and, you know, again, we're learning things about each other where, um, and Blitz has learned with me, sometimes I get a little um, hangry. Now, when yes. I get really hangry and someone decides to take the longest route possible, to dinner because he wants to see some Tampa co-eds at the University of Tampa <laughs> because there's a game and there's heavy, heavy traffic, but he doesn't take that into consideration because he hates me. But we're on our way to dinner and he decides to take the longest uh, route possible to the place that we are going to consume some food. And I said, I'm very, very hungry. 
and I say it, and I try to be joking, and I say it in a joking fashion, but when I'm really hungry, it's hard for me to be even funny or think anything is cool. I'm like, hey, fucker, I'm really hungry. Can you get me there as soon as possible immediately? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Well, and when I say, hey, do you want to go from here right to the right, right to the, the place we eat? And you say, no, we'll do this and this and this and this first. No big deal. And I was like, okay, so what's an extra five minutes of driving? Oh, that's my fault for taking five more minutes. Not that it's not the 45 minutes between when we were going to go from there to there. It was the five minutes it took me. What he's saying, folks, is that when I am ready to go, it's time to go. When Anna is hungry, it is time to eat. Even if I was putzing around for 30 minutes before or wanting to go to the gym before and do the things with the stuff, when I say I'm hungry, you better start fucking moving them feet. It's time to go. So we get in the car, I say, and he like wanted to stop at the bank, and I said, hey, listen, I'm just trying to be honest because open communication. My parents' marriage fell apart because they weren't communicating. I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm fucking hungry. And I'm not happy right now. I need to eat immediately. Starting to get a headache. Maybe that was a lie. I was just really hungry. I was hoping you'd move a little faster. So then he's like, okay, no problem. We'll go straight to, to the place that we're going to eat. I'm like, wonderful. But then he decides to go through a heavy, heavy trafficked area full of Tampa co-eds. And I'm like, I fucking swear to God. If he starts checking out these broads while this bitch is hungry as hell, I'm going to get mad. I wasn't checking anybody out. No, I know. You were fine. You're very, and even if you were, I wouldn't even care. But I know. just get me to the place that I need to eat immediately. So, um, But once I eat, once I eat, have a little food in my stomach, everything everything gets better for everybody. Right. And then you're ready to eat again. <laughs> yeah. But at least I have, you know, I'm not, I, what happens is I don't, I don't have, I don't start yelling or anything. I just go very quiet. Like, an, like I'm an assassin. Because I'm thinking about killing you. <laughs> Get me some fucking food. Oh, well, that's right. We determined yesterday that uh, when you say you, you mean you. Yes. And when you say us, that means you. Mm-hmm. And I don't matter. And then I said, fucking bitch. And you said. Also me. That's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not trying to say this is all about me, but, you know, it is. So. Yes, when I say me, I mean me. When I say we, I mean me. And when you say, oh, you're a bitch, I go, that's also me too. I believe I said fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. That's fine. I don't care. I'll claim it all. I'll take it all. I'll take all the glory and all the shame. And then you immediately said, oh, look, a milkshake place. Yes. Then we stopped and it's, uh, I think it's it's someplace in downtown St. Pete, the yard shake, milkshake yard or something. Yeah. The bar of (sighs) milkshake bar. That looks strong. You got a mason jar. You know, they, they put the, fr- like, frosting or shit on the side. They start putting all the candies. Then you get the milkshake and all the top. And then there's, like, a, a like a piece of cheesecake as, like, a topping. That's that's in the milkshake. I'm it's like, Too much fuck for me. Yes. Too much for me. <sighs> Not enough. That's what I say. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's Off the Rails with Anna and Blitz. Um, I'm very excited for the soiree with Bubba tonight. Yes. I feel like he's really uh, turning a new leaf, going to LJ, more relaxation time, dialing it in with the hair and the body and the working mm-hmm. out and the intermittent fasting. So um, part of that is is offering a, uh, a fun-filled night until it is over, until uh, Bubba's eyes close and he starts snoring. What time? I'd say maybe, if we're lucky, 6.35. Okay. 
So, um, but we better be there by, uh, I think, a hard six, he said. Yeah, Otherwise, we, we're looked at, we looked at the traffic, too. Traffic's it, not great. It's going to take at least an hour from your place to okay. get there. Well, we better get going now, then. But thank you guys <laughs> for listening, and have a great weekend, and yep. we'll catch you on Monday for the big show. See ya. Bye.